Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hey, everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I, we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. Hey, it's going to be your church and your turn up. So listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. In this league with Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. On the radio. 30. I'm on right now. I don't believe you. You boys in line. In this league, hour two. Bogman Welsh on the mightier the mightier 1090. I just completely lost it, Bogman. I was gonna be like, I had this great setup. I was like, oh, it's gonna be the mightier 1090 sports grid. Nope. Just complete fumble. You know, it's funny because you had that like little pause yeah. right there. You knew and, it. And, and you knew the minute I hit the pause, I was done. Yeah. Be, well, you should you guys should have <sighs> heard the inarticulate. Uh, I made Welsh take it out of the baseball show. Oh. <laughs> I started a sentence, and I have like I got through it, and I'm, I, I, there was a word I was holding on to. I'm like, use this word. This is a good word to describe whatever the situation is. I don't even remember what I, we were talking about. At I this was point. just editing it last night. It was you've never. I don't remember a time you've had a moment like this because it was about a. It was about thirty seconds long of Bogman trying to gather this moment, and you were referencing something I said, and I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Right. I'll circle back uh, because if I, I, I'll have the, when I lose it for a second. I'm like, what was I just gonna? Oh yeah, you know, one of those. Yep. So I'll, I'll circle, and then, but I could feel myself circling the drain, and then you hear that other voice behind you, like you got to give up on this. You got to throw in the towel. Like you have no idea what you were about to say. It's gone. It is out of your memory. You have no clue. So uh, you have more of those moments th- than I do. You don't have a bunch, but maybe you have. I have five, them. I, my, I have little brain farts. Like I, yeah. I have these like brain farts. Like we'll start a show and I kind of screwed up for a second, but I don't have these long, necessarily elongated ones. I do in these shows. Yours so. was like, you lost it. And then you tried to regain it and then it was completely gone and you kept trying to hold it. And yeah, then eventually yeah. you were just like, we got to cut this out. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, we got to re- uh, <laughs> restart this. I know what you were, I know who you were just talking about. I was going to make a point. The point is now gone out of my dumb brain. So, yeah. uh, you know, let, let's, let's just you, go from here moving forward. And uh, it was, I was so mad at myself and, and Welsh, you know, Welsh, thinks it's hilarious because it is, it is and yeah. and i'm just like well go listen to me sound like a you know, uh, yeah plus uh another hundred dollars uh go, go listen to me sound like a complete idiot again on that edit uh you know please i should take, pull that i should pull that as a christmas present no, for everybody no, please don't. I, the, right. the re- I wanted you to edit it for a reason and it's out it's out all right when we come back dfs what do you mean when we come back we're gonna go to break no, we gotta- just did three minute segment 
didn't we? No, we got to go to break. All right, we're going to break. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hey, everyone. It's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down. And too many people fall victim to the picture-perfect image of the high life, so I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We, we gonna learn, and most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is going to be your church, your turn up, and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's in this league. You know my name, but who are you? Just another American who saw too many movies as a child. Another orphan of a bankrupt culture who thinks he's John Wayne, Rambo, Marshall Dillon. I was always kind of partial to... In this league. Actually, do you really think you have a chance against us, Mr. Cowboy? Yippee-ki-yay, mother... Patreon.com slash ITL Army. Come and check out what I would say is one of the so much fun, maybe the most fun fantasy Patreons you can find out there because we do basketball, baseball, football. We've got secret shows. We do stuff outside of the sports stuff. We've got a Mando podcast. We've got Group Me Rooms, live streams, ranks, exclusive stuff you can only get there plus you guys can get access to us if that's like enticing at all you know occasionally thought process of maybe staying at bogman's house too i mean the really it's endless the possibilities are endless so go and uh support us today check us out and get some stuff while you're at it patreon.com slash itl army and december 18th little christmas special with bogman and the welsh where you know live stream have some fun jubilation you know Excitable things, jubilation, Bogman. Would you like some jubilation? Uh, well, what is jubilation? That sounds like a drink that's made in um, during Mardi Gras. I would. Oh yeah, like you know, like show us your to get a jubilation. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. One of those. Okay, cool. The way you're making it sound, jubilation is a type of beads, but uh, I, it sounds no. like to me. Yeah, like so. It might be a drink that We're people in Vegas. And jubilations down yeah, at people walking around Vegas have a jubilation around their neck, like a big old, uh, you know, 40 ounce jubilation like in there. Be a type of tumor, like you know, uh, yeah. So, in your brain, you have two jubilate jubilations here, and uh, we're gonna have to go in and take those out, or yeah. you're not you can really only have one jubilation to be able to survive your stage four jubilation, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm stage three jubilation right now, it's, it's like excitement, it's it's party time. You know, it's it, a it's, it's part. It's playoff time, really. That's the uh, that's that's the jubilation that I have. I'm in, uh, I believe, six playoffs right now. So, uh, yeah, six playoffs, and I didn't make it in a bunch. Um, I, and I had I had some Ricky Bobbies. I had some firsts and some lasts, but uh, you know that yeah. that's such is the way of the fantasy football season for everyone. It, it has not been jubilation 
the most recent weeks on the DFS side. For me, uh, Bogman wins again. I think Bogman has now taken a lead uh, pretty handily, though. Though I would say we have just got a weird mixture here. None of the lineups are that good. Like, you had this mixture of, like, four great guys and then garbage. Just garbage. You had a, you had a full-on dud zero. You had a bunch of single digits, but you had Adams and Montgomery and Chubb and Cousins, which put up big numbers. Unfortunately, I had Chubb and Cousins as well. And then Wayne Gallman and Adam Thielen did a little bit for me, but I just didn't put up. You beat me pretty, pretty easy. And I believe you are up now one week on me. As uh, Let's take a look here. We got our FanDuel lineup. Spogman, you're the big winner, so you get to go first. Ah. And um, just stop winning. Or we're going to have to get the president of uh, of DFS back in. Oh, we're going to get more presidential uh, signatures for you. All right. Well, you'll love this, the Welsh, uh, because I wanted to get some big names at running back this week. So I cheaped out on quarterback wholly and completely. Okay. And I am going at 50 or 6,800. Oh, okay. Mitchell Trubisky against the Houston Texans. I, I'm doing it. He was good last week against the Lions. He did, of course, have the fumble that lost him the game and everything. May I? May I? Sure. Really? 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 Yeah, I'm going. I, well, they're playing Houston. Houston is bad on all fronts. They're bad at stopping the run. They're bad at stopping the pass. They can't stop a damn thing this year. So uh, they just lost Bradley Roby, who got suspended for uh, PEDs with Will Fuller. So, yeah, I'm going to go uh, to this well with Mitchell Trubisky. My first running back, and this is why you take a guy like Trubisky, is so you can double up on some big RBs. How about Derrick Henry against Jacksonville? Because mm -hmm. the last two years, the second game against Jacksonville has been the one where he's gone off for uh, 900 yards and 14 touchdowns over the last two years, if I'm not mistaken. I, those might be made-up numbers off the top of my head. They, but sound, I, they, they, sound, uh, they sound like they play. I, I think I've seen a game where he had at least 500 rushing yards against the Jaguars. So did you ever do that I, in Madden, by the way, doing a stream uh, real quick. I do remember doing a stream. I went to go get my food from the driver. I came back in and he had scored that 96 yard touchdown. Derek Henry, that for that real sounds about right. Did you ever have a game like that in Madden? I don't think I ever had like a guy that went over 300. You ever do like a four or 500 yarder? Um, not like a rushing game, maybe a 500 yard passing game or something. So, well, yeah, they can do that, but, but never like, uh, I, I think I did have a guy catch for more than Flipper Anderson's record in a game. So over 300 yards receiving from someone, but okay. Yeah, that not, uh, not anything serious though. You know, no, okay. no crazy real video game numbers. Uh, but Derek Henry at 9,600 against Jacksonville is my first running back. My second running back, I'm going uh, for Aaron Jones at Detroit. Uh, he put up a big week last week, helped obviously by that 77-yard touchdown. He's been um, he's been going back and forth with Jamal Williams a little bit, but I really like this matchup against Detroit. So, uh, and he had the lion's share last week. Uh, wide receivers, I'm going to go with DK Metcalf against the Jets because the Jets are losing cornerbacks left and right. The Seahawks are going to want to get on that right path again this week. So I think that is an easy one. So DK Met, uh, Metcalf at 8,600 uh, against the Jets. Then Allen Robinson, 7,000. Uh, I'm going to stack him with Mitchell Trubisky. Obviously, like I said before, no Roby. So I think uh, Allen Robinson is in line for a huge game against Houston. Had to cheap out on my third wide receiver a little bit, but I think this is a good matchup. 
How about Michael Gallup at 5,300 against the Cincinnati defense? Uh, yeah, I like that one. That's that's a good cheap out. Do we have no we have no repeats so far? Uh, no repeats. Not that I can th- I see. I love that. So Michael Gallup, my cheap wide receiver, uh, my tight end this week. I'm going to go with this is going to be another surprising one, but 4,900 Jacob Hollister uh, against the uh, the Jets because did we all just see what Darren Waller did to the Jets? with 200 yards and his what 13 receptions or whatever and the two scores so him and then i'm gonna go with ty johnson flex against seattle uh and then the cowboys defense the welsh against cincinnati because they have the fourth highest pressure rate cincinnati cannot protect the quarterback wow okay that's very interesting well bogman i've been in the lab i'm ready to turn the corner all right you've been in the lab in the covid lab Uh, lab. mixing the potions Looking at the the data, putting on glasses and being smart and stuff, drinking Red Bulls, you know things that smart people do. And and I've been uh, I've been preparing. I've worked hard at this. This lineup completely different than yours, even keel across the board. Starting with Russell Wilson at nine thousand dollars, going on the high end quarterbacks because I am not going big time running back, but I've got some good ones. My two starting running backs, Jonathan Taylor. 7,000 going up against Las Vegas. I like it. And David Montgomery against Houston, 6,600. Wide out. You're sticking in that game with me. You're just going with the running back instead of the quarterback in the wide out. Exactly. On the wide out front, I've got three good ones all in the 7,000s. Tyler Lockett. So I'm pairing him with Russell Wilson against the Jets. Adam Thielen going up against Tampa Bay, 7,700, and sticking with Michael Thomas, like I've told you about. He just still gets the run at only 7,300. Tight end, 5,600. Hunter Henry against Atlanta, because thank you. Jamal Williams against Detroit, 5,200, so cheap on the running backs there. And then, Bogman, on the inverse of your game, Cincinnati defense, 3,600. <laughs> We'd be playing against each other, so... You know, this is this is me out there, like doing all the work. You know, like I said, I get big bifocals and just looking at sites in the lab, figuring this out and breaking out the most Jake Peralta in your life than you do right now. So it's it's all a bunch of stuff that makes no sense at all. Uh, how did you work on this? I got big glasses. I got big glasses, and I like turned on the lights really big. And, you know, I, I ate some spinach and I, I worked in and I oh. read the stats and I went through the pages and I constructed this team with precision, even so much. So I'm so confident in this original team. I spotted you a hundred dollars. I left a hundred dollars on the table. Oh, wow. Uh, hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I moved my wide receiver up because I had to switch out. I had Mike Evans in, I had to take him out because he may or may not play. So I put in Al Robinson and went to Gallup. So Listen, that's how I got Gallup in my life. for the Welsh. Money ain't a thing, Bogman. I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you right here in uh, in week 14. We'll, we'll uh, recap the uh, the lineups and we'll get to all of our picks. Week 14, right around the corner. Don't go anywhere. It's in this league. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. 
I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. I generally come in at least 15 minutes late. I use the side door, and after that, I just sort of space out for about an hour. Space out? I probably only do about 15 minutes of real, actual work. Would you be a good sport and indulge us and just tell us a little more? Let me tell you something about In This League. Welcome back, friends. It is In This League. Christmas time is the perfect time to pick up some ITL swag. Do it at Teespring ITL store. Just put that in Google and pick up a hoodie, pick up a long sleeve shirt. You can pick up just some normal shirts, pick up some mugs, whatever you got. You can go and get it over at our Teespring store today. Sports boys this Christmas season. Bogman, uh, if you wanted to, did you want to recap the DFS lineup? Did you want to do that real quick? Recap yours? Yeah. So my DFS lineup here, we're going to start out with the riskiness, you know, the risky business here of Mitchell Trubisky at quarterback. Then Derrick Henry is my first running back. I'm stacking big-time running backs this week. Aaron Jones is number two. Uh, Welsh has Jamal Williams on the other end. Then I have at wideout DK Metcalf going up against the Jets. Allen Robinson against Houston. Michael Gallup against Cincinnati. My tight end is Jacob Hollister. I like what uh, Darren Waller did. Don't think that Hollister will have that day, but it's a good play. Then Ty Johnson, the starting running back for the Jets now that Frank Gore is down. At 5,500 as my flex. And then the Dallas Cowboys defense against Cincinnati because they have the fourth highest pressure rate and Cincinnati cannot protect anyone. It, even NFL memes, the Welsh, had uh, the picture of the the Miami and Cincinnati fight that was happening. And they showed all of the offensive linemen sitting on the bench, not protecting anyone like they always do. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty funny. My week 14 lineup, I've got Russell Wilson, Jonathan Taylor, David Montgomery, Lockett, Thielen, Michael Thomas, Hunter Henry, Jamal Williams, and Cincinnati. Play it at your discretion, friendos, and uh, have a joyous DFS season and win all your internet points. <sighs> Week 13. Bogman, I have um, I have fallen off the wagon, if you will, uh, full on. Now, I'm not, I don't have any, atro- I don't have a Bogman over-under record which is atrocious, but I also don't have a Bogman against the spread record, which is amazing. I am very middle line, but I am falling under 500, five and nine against the spread three and 10 on the over under. I was so bad last week. You seven and seven against the spread five and eight on the over under Bubba, the best of anybody 10 and four against the spread, but as bad as anybody on the over under three and 10, what a weird season. Um, you almost hit your parlay too. It looks like yeah, which is pretty solid. Three obviously didn't get the whole thing, um, but uh, was almost there. Um, I don't know, man. It, it feels like the end of this year is getting most of the time. The seasons get uh, easier to predict the the further you go into it. You know what I mean? Like you you have established players, you have all of this 
uh, established stuff. Uh, teams have a track record, but a lot of teams have gotten better after firing coaches. And there's been a lot of coach firings this year. I mean, the Falcons have gotten better. Uh, you know, the chargers have gotten worse. The chiefs keep not covering their big lines. I think it's like four weeks in a row. They haven't covered something like that. I, I know they, they beat the drums off the jets and that was the one team that they covered against everyone else. Um, you know, you would assume, I mean, the chiefs can beat anyone in the league by 50 and no one would be shocked, but they're not doing it right now. The, you know, the Broncos paid off last week. So there's like, there's a lot of little things adding up. Um, you know, Seattle dropping to the giants last week was weird. Pittsburgh lost their first game. Um, you know, new England blanked the chargers 45 zip. Like these are things we just do not expect at all. So, um, I don't know, man, this league is, uh, this, this year is paying out to be as weird as the year itself is 2020 being a strange year. Uh, the NFL playing out almost as strange. So yeah, it's been a it's been a wild one, and it's been more volatile as the back end of the year has gone on. So we move on though, and see if we can get this together because week fourteen it's a big one. It's the fantasy playoffs for most. That's what we're getting into. Bogman and I are invested, so people are still there. But gambling and uh, frankly DFS really start to take even more. Gambling is always there. I really don't want to say it changes whatsoever, but you know, as like you know, in season stuff changes, there might be an uptick in DFS. And, you know, when people are out of it, and frankly, over the last four or five weeks, as people kind of let go of their, um, their season long stuff, they might dive into more games and more games, and it's been more volatile. So let's tackle this week 14. Bogman is still rocking. I think you have the best record of anybody against the spread. So uh, you are still rocking with that. That has been your moneymaker. So let's get into it, Boggs. First game up, week 14, Arizona at the Giants. Arizona is a two and a half point road favorite. 45 and a half is the line. I think at this game, when when you get to this point in the season, and uh, for me, I feel like occasionally I can start to overthink things. I mean, remember the story where I was going to win the 1500 bucks in that big league. I overthought my week 17 only got three games right and wound up winning like my entry fee back. And that was it. So uh, I don't want to get into that thing. And I think right now, when you look at this game, the giants are playing well and the, the Cardinals are not. So I think I'm going to just do the kiss method on this game. Keep it simple, stupid. Uh, I'm going to say the giants are at home. The Cardinals are traveling. Kyler Murray hasn't looked right. And really the thing with Kyler Murray to me is that he is not running. And that's the thing you can do against the Giants is you can run against them. So I like Kenyon Drake in this game for DFS and stuff like that. But for this, I'm going to take the Giants getting points at home. And because Kyler Murray hasn't looked right, the Cardinals offense hasn't looked right. And we're still a little up in the air between Jones and, and McCoy. It looks like Dan, Danny Dimes going to play, uh, but he's still he's not going to be 100% and this offense isn't that great anyway. I'm going to take the under. So for this game, give me the Giants. Give me the under. Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting what you said about Kyler Murray and the ability to to run, needing to run, and the Giants who can do that. I think that's a big play and why I kind of like Arizona in this one. I know they're on the road here, but, you know, the, the balance is there. Though I've really struggled with how much the secondary receiving options have fallen off. You have to have more than that. You have to have Kirk step up or you have to have Isabella step up if they're going to be able to maintain like a big, you know, big solid offense, but 
I think this is a game where Kyler Murray can kind of get back to some of those basics and Kenyon Drake and Edmonds both being there. I kind of like it. I, I kind of want it. I kind of want it, Dewey. I kind of want it. I think I kind of want it. I, I'm going to go with Arizona. And I know it's tough because the Giants are cover machines. On it. The Giants are cover machines, but I am going to go with the over on some points because I think both defenses could get a little bit messy, especially if Arizona gets up early. Giants are catching back where they can, you know, and whatever that offense can do. But I think Arizona's defense has been kind of bad enough for them to uh, lie on Wayne Gallman a little bit. So I'm going to say they just touched the over. I'm going to go with Arizona minus two and a half. Second game up, you know, it's a game you were talking about. It's a DFS uh, defensive matchup. Dallas at Cincy. Dallas is a three and a half point road favorite. 42 and a half is the line. Uh, for this one, look, Cincinnati has lost Joe Burrow. They've lost Joe Mixon. Uh, they lost Jonah Williams this week. They have nothing left on offense. Just nothing. It is ugly. Uh, Dallas pressure. The one thing they do well this year on a consistent basis is pressure the quarterback. That's how they got to Ben. Uh, and they banged him up too. Ben Ben hasn't been right as far as his knees go since that Dallas game. So I think when you're sitting there with, you know, either your boy Fit Finley or uh, you know, um, Who's the other loser, Brandon Allen, Brandon that they Allen. have there? Uh, whoever is playing quarterback this week is going to get crushed back there. So uh, for me, this is easy, Dallas. I'll take the over. You know, look, we saw Cincinnati still has good playmakers like T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. So they can, you know, like Tyler Boyd did last week, take it to the house at any point, 73 yards for a score. Um, and Dallas can be run on too. So I wouldn't be surprised if. Cincinnati was able to establish the run that they score some points there, but I just, I fear for whoever the quarterback is for Cincinnati and for both of them, because they'll probably both play uh, this week. Uh, so give me Dallas, give me the over. I'm going to go with Dallas, but I'm going to take the under. I think this is dirty. I think this is not uh, a juggernaut whatsoever. That's why I don't have in nor do I wanting to take players in this. I don't think there's a lot of points scored. You know, Cincinnati is a cheap defense to get involved with, especially if you're going to have the Ross, like the Ross and the DFS Ross put together. It's more than the Cowboys, though. Is what, that what, true? How, how much is, was your defense? Were they 36? I don't know. I have to I have to go back and look. I'm not 100%. Okay. Sure. I, I, I almost said that, but I know we don't like doing, uh, we don't like doing the, the matching ones here. But yeah, Cincinnati's 36. Dallas is 30. In the lab. Man, I was in the lab. I can't mess oh, with you. Cowboys. Had the big glasses on. How dare I question your your? Yeah, uh, what I am saying, <laughs> losing track of time here. Where are we? Um, I got a couple minutes here. The glasses screwed me up. I'm gonna go with Dallas, but I'm gonna go with the under because I think it's gonna be messy. I think there's gonna be a lot of established the run attempted. There's great receivers in here, but horrific quarterback play, horrific defenses as well. That you know could I you could, I could see where you would want and why you would want the over. But there's a reason it's also set at 42 and a half. I'm going to slap the under and I'm going to go with Dallas. Denver at Carolina. Carolina's a three and a half point favorite. 46 and a half is your line, Bogman's The last one we can do before break. What do you got? Yeah, I'm going to take Carolina. You know, they have some COVID stuff this week. So that makes this game a little more dicey than I'd like. But um, they are still practicing. So they separated the guys from the, the COVID list. They actually uh, traced that back to a players meeting outside of the practice facility. So uh, unfortunately that that's the way it happened, but that is the way it happened. So, um, you know, I'm going to take Carolina in this one. I feel like they're just a better team. They're playing harder for Matt rule than the other guys are, or other teams are this year. It's specifically Denver. So give me Carolina 
and I will take the over on this game as well. I am also going to go with Carolina in this one, even though I think there is a big question mark because we don't know, and it's, it's trending in the direction that Christian McCaffrey is not going to play, but uh, Denver is Denver. I'm going to go with Carolina on the three and a half, and I'm going to take I'm going to take the over because even if DJ Moore weren't out there, it's slinging to Rob, no one's going to stop Robbie Anderson, and I think you're going to see more slinging from uh, Drew Locke as well. But give me Carolina, give me the over, and give me a break because that's where we're going to go. So we come back, we're going to get the entire rest of the slate here, right here on in this game. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The snozberries taste like snozberries. I'm freaking out, man. You are freaking out, man. Littering and... Littering and... Uh, in this league break it down welcome back friends it is in this league it's bogman it's welsh and it's more picks for week 14 that's what we're doing and we're going to continue on i think we got three games in here we finished off denver at carolina bogman houston is going to chicago houston is a one and a half point road favorite 45 and a half is the line there's no receivers in houston uh but you know Chicago has your boy, Mitch Trubisky, and you took Trubisky. Hmm. Hey, I took Trubisky. Really? I, yes. I didn't take Trubisky because I love Trubisky. I took Trubisky because I hate Houston's defense this year. It's been bad. They've been giving up points to everyone. And look, the Bears are coming off a good offensive performance against Detroit last week. And if you think Houston is much better than Detroit, they are not. Uh, they're actually worse statistically than Detroit this year. So uh, I, I like the bears in this game. I don't know why Houston is favored on the road. I think it's, it, it's because of Deshaun, which is clear why it is. Anytime you have Deshaun, you have a chance to win a game. Houston could beat anyone this year. And I wouldn't be surprised. I picked him to be a playoff team. The Welsh. I thought they were still going to be pretty solid, uh, but obviously they were not. Um, but wouldn't it be great for bears fans for the bears to beat Deshaun Watson? Uh, a lot of bitter Bears fans because they took Trubisky ahead of Deshaun Watson. Wouldn't understandable. And Patrick Mahomes. Uh, understandable. But let's get that win against Deshaun Watson for the Bears. At, le at least make the people happy a little bit. So uh, I'm going to take the Bears. I'm going to take the over. I think there's a lot of scoring on both sides in this game, though. I like that it's, wouldn't it be great? Wouldn't all those memes that people put out there every time Deshaun Watson does something and they Photoshop him on their team's jersey, wouldn't it be great? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't care about Deshaun Watson, nor do I care about any of the teams that passed on him. But I am going to take Chicago in this because I agree with you. I'm not really sure why I would be favoring Houston in this one. I mean, their wide receiver, their running game is black. It's non-existent. They're down to Kiki QT, who I think is even banged up a little bit. Chicago was able to establish a decent running game. Mitch Trubisky, as long as they can keep him in the scope of not do just just do just enough not to screw up, and you can do that by getting the ball to Allen Robinson and lots of Montgomery. That I like Chicago in this, and I'll get a point and a half. I'm going to go with Chicago, but I'm going to take the under. I know uh, Houston's defense is um, is bleh, 
but I just don't see a ton of points being scored in this either. There's just not a lot of offensive weapons across the board. So I'm going to take the under in Chicago, Kansas city at Miami, Kansas city is a seven point favorite 49 and a half is the over under and boys, Kansas city struggled on hitting those lines this year. Fox. Yeah, man, it's been, it's been a little while. I think the jets game, I'm trying to find the chiefs on my app here. Uh, but I think the jets game was the last one where they covered. So they haven't covered in a while. You know, Joe and I went back and forth on this one in line stars. So I understand it. So let me look here. They've won seven games in a row, but they beat Denver by six. They beat the Bucks by three. They beat the Raiders by four. They beat the Panthers by two. And yeah, they beat thir- they beat the Jets 35 to nine. They beat the Broncos before 43 to 16. I think those two games were the last time they covered. Uh, obviously, they lost to the Raiders earlier this year, too. So they haven't hit a lot of lines this year. This one kept it opened at nine. So it is trending in Miami's direction because they have not been covering the Chiefs. I For this one, I'm going to take Miami still. But if it drops below seven, I would flip to the Kansas City side. So uh, I think I'm going to take Miami uh, plus the seven points here. They're the home team. I am going to take the over, however, even though Kansas City hasn't been hitting that. I just think 49 and a half for these two teams is too low. So give me uh, Miami and give me the over. Yeah, see, that's a trip to me. I have a hard time, like, if you think it's going to hit the over, like, you think Miami's going to keep pace with Kansas City? Like, they're going to take, if that's what the offensive pace is going. Every team has last month. Yeah, I mean, I guess guess it's, I still just don't give the proper, um, the proper credit to uh, Miami on this, but I'm going to take Kansas City. I'm going to take the seven Tyree kill back at practice. Very good sign. Get a layer back more involved. And I like the over in this as well, but I like this on Kansas city, more of a route, but how comfortable should I feel because of exactly what you said? How much have they been doing this? Minnesota at Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay is a six and a half point favorite. 51 and a half is your line. Yeah. Look, Minnesota has been playing some great football right now. And uh, her cousins has been on a roll and I expect him to be pretty decent in this game too. But, we are getting an angry Tampa team off of a bye week here. So Tom Brady off a of bye uh, is not a fun thing for opposing defenses. Minnesota's defense is still rough. I like this number of six and a half. I really like this one for Tampa Bay. So uh, I'm going to take Tampa Bay, but I think Minnesota puts up some points on him. I mean, I think Dalvin Cook's going to have a hard time. So I think Cousins is going to be throwing the ball a bunch in this game. And while he's on a hot streak, you want him throwing the ball in this game. So I'm, I, I'm not surprised uh, if anyone wants to take Minnesota because of the way they've been playing, but they've been playing down to opponents. I mean, they took Jacksonville to overtime. So I'm going to take Tampa Bay. I'm going to take the over. Uh, kind of the, what you were talking about with the main points. It's why I like Minnesota. I like getting the six and a half and Kirk cousins has just been so good lately. Both receivers have been fantastic. Dalvin cook. This is not a great matchup for him. But you, you know, there, there's got to be a balance factor here. When yes, that's true, but he's also one of the best backs in the league. So if there's going to be, you know, what is it, the Im- immovable object versus the, what's the thing, the force, <laughs> the force be with you, uh, irresistible object versus the immovable force. Right? I don't think it's the irresistible object. I know, I know. Oh, is that me? That was me. You're doing me. Okay, <laughs> I, I get it. The irresistible object actually sounds like exactly like something I would say. The irresistible force versus the immovable object is what it would be. That's where yeah, we're going. Except still not irresistible. But yeah, Minnesota, I like getting the six and a half. I like the over. I'm with you on the points. I actually think Tom Brady is a solid DFS play as well this week. 
course, by the way. Unstoppable. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so I'm going to take Minnesota, and I'm going to go with you on the over. Tennessee at Jacksonville. Tennessee is a 7.5-point favorite. 52.5 is the line, Bogman. We're both taking Tennessee easy against Jacksonville, right? Yeah, and the under. I think we're both taking I'm as well. I'm also taking the under. For me, it's what happened in Tennessee last week. They didn't run the ball well. They had to pass the whole second half to play catch up. They got away from doing what they're strong at. And um, they are going to run the ball maybe 35 to 40 times with Derrick Henry in this game, which is what they should do. This is the time of year. Uh, you're playing against a beat-up Jacksonville team. You know, every de- defense is beat up at this point in the year. This should be a huge uh, Tennessee running the ball down the Jaguars' throat game. So give me Tennessee. Give me the uh, under. I'm a little, I'm more confident in Tennessee than I am the under because Tennessee has put almost no pressure on the quarterback since losing Clowney. So I think Jacksonville might be able to score a little bit. And if it's something that Tennessee, that Jacksonville is going to try to do is it's going to, they're going to try to sling the ball. They're going to try to establish James Robinson early. You know, regardless, he's going to get his, but they're going to try to throw it deep. Then, you know, Colin Johnson has turned into a really decent option. DJ Chark spreads the field out. You know, Keelan Cole has been a guy. I'm kind of with you on it. Who was it last week? Was it Cook that had like 32 carries last week? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think that's the same recipe. I think it's exactly what you do. It's early, early, establish Derrick Henry, get it going, build your play action late where you're going to be able to bomb it deep to A.J. Brown and put up your points. Jacksonville tries to play catch up. So I'm with you on the over-under factor, and that's why I'm going with the under. I just don't know if Jacksonville can keep pace. I think they can score a little bit, but I don't think they can keep pace. So I don't feel confident going over the 52 and a half. So I'm going to go Tennessee and the under as well. Indy, uh, Indianapolis versus Las Vegas are going to Las Vegas. Indy is a three point favorite. 51 and a half is the line. This one is uh, easy and we don't have to spend a lot of time on it. This is the Colts. This is the under uh, the Raiders almost lost to the Jets last week. They are not looking good on offense. They're not going to have Jacobs again. Uh, and now you're facing a tough defense for me. This is easy, Indy and the over. Very confident in this one. I agree with that one, Indy and the uh, and the under for me as well. You you said over, but you meant under. I I did mean under. Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah, I said over. Yeah, both yeah. under, both Indy. Uh, Jets at Seattle. Seattle's a 13 and a half point favorite. 46 and a half is the line. Bogman. I know it's a huge line. I have full faith in Lockett and D- and DK Metcalf. Russell Wilson on a bit is a perfect rebound type of a game with the Jets coming in. I know they played it hard last week. I'm going to take Seattle and I'm going to take the over Jets scoring some points because Seattle secondary is so atrocious. It's a huge line. Are you going to go with me or do you, is that too, is that line too big for a Jets team that almost got their first win? You know, it's too big for me and it's not really, it's too big because the Jets are, are playing better. They are playing better, but I don't get, they're still really bad. So uh, but it's too big because the Seahawks are not playing their best football right now. Russell Wilson completely out of sync uh, with his receivers last week. And um, I just, I have no trust in them. So I don't like this game at all, but I'll take the jets. I'll take the over uh, because Seattle's defense is bad, but they've actually been pretty good at stopping the pass recently. Seattle over the last month, they've lowered their, their uh, passing yards from like 380 to 303 or something. So they've been better. But Lowered still not expectations. Jets in the over. All right. Uh, Atlanta at the Chargers. Atlanta's a two and a half point favorite. Uh, 48 and a half is the line, Bogman. Uh, jamming through here. I'm going Atlanta in the over because the Chargers don't know how to hold uh win, don't know how to win a game, don't know how to hold a lead, they don't know how to do anything. So I'm gonna take Atlanta uh, on the points and the over. 
Yeah, I'm taking Atlanta on the over as well. I'm I'm just not I don't have a lot of confidence in this game. I could see this going either way. I could see Justin Herbert bouncing back, but I, I think rookie quarterback, he just got walloped by New England. He's gonna press a little bit. Atlanta's been causing some turnovers recently with Raheem Morris running that defense. So give me Atlanta, give me the over. Green Bay at Detroit. Green Bay's a Green three Bay and a half. Yes. Uh, what's that? Green Bay in the under. Easy. Oh, at least also, you didn't let me finish it. Green Bay at Detroit. Seven and a half point Green Bay. Fifty-five and a half is the big line. Green Bay. Uh, Green Bay. Easy. I agree with you. But what, what did you do? Under. Uh, over. Under. I did under. I. I you know Detroit. I, I don't know. I, I'm. I think Green Bay keeps the ball most of this game. I think this is a running game. That's why I picked Aaron Jones. I, and I liked your pick of Jamal Williams for DFS as well. I think they run rampant over Detroit in this game. Green Bay in the under for me. Okay, I'm with you. I'm going to go with Green Bay in the under. New Orleans at Philly. New Orleans is a seven-point uh, favorite. 44-and-a-half is the line. Bogman, I'm taking New Orleans because Jalen Hurts is in there. But you've also got two quarterbacks that I think can slow this game down. A lot of running needs to be placed. And I'm going to go with the under at 44-and-a-half. Yeah, I, the the over-under I'm not really sure on. I'll take New Orleans in the over just because I think they'll get some turnovers and their defense plays well and stuff. And Taysom Hill's getting better every week. Uh, so I'll take the over, but New Orleans easy, and I'm way more confident about them than the over-under. The football team is going to play my Niners in San Francisco, in Arizona technically. Uh, Three-and-a-half point favorite the Niners are. 43-and-a-half is the line. I have got San Francisco on this one. Uh, brutal loss last week. They've got to come back through. I know Washington just beat uh, Pittsburgh, but I'm going to go with the under because I think it's a lot of established running game. Short dink and dunk passes by Alex Smith to J.D. McKissick. Not a lot of points being scored, so under San Francisco. I'm, I'm going to go with the over on this game just because I think your Niners can be scored on, and I think they can score too. And I'm going to take Washington because I was really impressed with them beating my Steelers. So Washington in the over. Pittsburgh at Buffalo. Buffalo a two-and-a-half-point favorite, 46-and-a-half. Give me Pittsburgh. Give me the over. Uh, I'm also going to take the Steelers in the over, but I am way less confident with the Steelers losing Vince Williams. Ben is still banged up. Uh, I don't like this game for Pittsburgh, but I do think they bounce back. Give me Pittsburgh in the over as well. Final one, Baltimore at Cleveland. Baltimore is a one and a half point road favorite. 46 and a half is the line. Bogman, I'm going Cleveland. I'm going to take the over because I think both these teams can put up some points, but I am going to go with Cleveland on this one at home. You fool. You're getting tricked by Baker Mayfield again. After he Pick throws five touchdowns, everybody does it. Baltimore and the under for me. I want to see Cleveland do it. I want to see them beat this team finally and announce their presence in the AFC North. But I'm going to take Baltimore until I see it with my own eyes. All right, we're going to break. When we come back, we're going to do each of our parlays and we'll do the ultimate ITL parlay right here on In This League. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Wait, wait let, me, let me explain something to you. I am not in this league. You're in this league. I'm the dude. <laughs> Man, you are one pathetic loser. <laughs> Get it! Final segment of hour two. Right here on In This League. That means I step away. The great and powerful Casey Bubba tags in. Let me guess, Bogman. Picks 
little NFL, maybe a little baseball news. Yep. Yep. That's exactly what we're going to do with Bubba. Yeah. Picks, baseball stuff. got to talk baseball stuff with Bubba, of course. Yeah. So you can't uh, talk it with me. What are you talking about here? Well, we already did. No. So, but well, you, I'm you're not so excited about, about to talk with Bubba. Well, I'm not going to talk basketball. He doesn't do basketball. So well, he does should. baseball and football. So I and golf. golf. I, yeah, I want to hear some golf. I want to hear some golf from Bubba. Yeah, but you're not going to hear golf from me. So that's I mean, true. <laughs> you're like, what's that guy? What's the guy? I'm always so the guy with the shorts. I don't follow too. I'm pretty rude about it. So yeah. So like, like whenever you, like we get around all the prospect people, I'm like, Hey, Hey Welsh, what's this guy's blood type? You know, like, we, very much like, Oh, no one's paying attention to me. Let me, let me make sure I down talk everybody just one time. Like, yeah, like one little step. All right. We got to get these parlays in here. Uh, the, each one of our parlays in the ITL parlay, Bogman, I'm going with new Orleans minus seven is my first leg of the parlay. I really love that one uh, against Philly, even though it's in Philly with Jalen hurts. Tennessee. I don't like that you have it also. I know it's never good. And that's my lock. That's my ITL lock. Tennessee minus seven and a half. And I'm going to take the Atlanta Chargers over, which is 48 and a half. So Tennessee minus seven and a half, New Orleans minus seven, Atlanta Chargers over 48 and a half. My lock this week for ITL is going to be Indy minus three. Uh, Like I said, I'm rolling with you on that New Orleans minus seven. My last one's going to be surprising. I just have no confidence in the Cincinnati Bengals, even though they're playing at home. I'm going to take the Dallas Cowboys minus three and a half. I think uh, they are going to go into Cincy and stomp on them Bengals. So uh, give me uh, the Dallas minus three and a half, New Orleans minus seven, and the Colts minus three uh, as my lot. How are they only minus three on the road against Vegas? Good Lord. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's still, it's all a little surprising. I, I said last week, I'm like, this feels like a trap that this line is only three and a half against Houston, and I'm going to step right in it, and it worked for Indy. Yeah. So I'm going to do it again. All right, well, I am out of here. Hour three is coming up. Don't you go anywhere. The great Casey Bubba Bogman with everything. And remember, patreon.com slash ITL Army. Next week, the next time we talk to you, it will be a post-Deck Our Balls Christmas special world. So if you want to check that out and all the other stuff, fantastic time in uh, December to check us out. Patreon.com slash ITL Army. Don't go anywhere. Hour three coming up. Build digital-first customer relationships with Salesforce Digital 360. Connect every marketing, commerce, and digital experience on a single platform. Innovate fast with easy-to-launch sites, campaigns, and apps. That's more relationships, more revenue, more return, and more success. Salesforce Digital 360. Hear from our customers at sfdc.co slash digital 360.